Welcome to the Macomb Israel Teacher's Lounge podcast, where we connect students and listeners to what's happening in Israel and give you insight behind the headlines. I am your host, Michael Unterberg, here as always with co-host Alan Goldman. How's it going, Alan? It's going. Yes, it is. It's pretty hot. It's it's very hot. This is a heat wave in September. It was a relatively cool August, and now we're paying for it. And we are joined, as we have not been for a while, we're very happy to have back. Rachel, how are you? Fine. Thank you for inviting again. So glad to be yeah, here. Yeah, so ha- yeah, happy to see you. Just remind us what you do in your day job, like uh, <laughs> so that people have. You haven't been here for a while, so yeah. So I actually work at uh, Jerusalem Press Club. I'm a press coordinator in the Jerusalem Press, which means that I actually organize a lot of content events for the foreign press established in Israel. We try to give them. Uh, good content uh, uh, with uh, with the best experts, so they can write more intelligent things to the world. That's one of the main uh, goals of this uh, job. And again, I'm also teaching all over about this interesting place called Israel, specifically mm-hmm. to Latin American groups, but also in English. Well, that, that's why we love having you, because you help us also understand what's going on <laughs> in this place called Israel. And in particular, we wanted you to sort of catch us up to date with what's going on in the government, the, which seems to be going through some recent stumbles yeah. in being able to accomplish meaningful goals in terms of <laughs> uh, coming to a budget or, or, or also in terms of dealing with the pandemic. So... Can you give us sort of a where are we today news <laughs> yeah. update? So about those politics. Uh, so now this week in this day, it's more calm because what happened last week, I think uh, it helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Israel, we have what it's called the budget. It's something that every country has it. Okay, in order to deal with the economics of this country, you have to actually divide the money according to mm-hmm. the priorities, according to what the actually the the different sectors of the country needs. Uh, the budget is generated, it's created and also organized by the Ministry of uh, Treasury. And they have specific people that, that that's actually their work. Their job is to divide and to prioritize the budget according to the needs. And that's what they do. I will speak about that sector in the Treasury uh, Ministry in a, in a second, because it has to do with mm-hmm. something that happened last week. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and actually, in order to uh, to pass the budget, to accept the budget, it has to pass a voting at the Knesset. Uh, and one of the main, one of the most important... Which is pretty normal, right? I mean, that's what countries do. That's, that's what how every country do, every democracy normal, do. Yeah. Like the professionals plan yeah. the, the budget and then the political... The politicians get into it and they, they revise it. And of course, they, divide, they don't vote it as a whole. They can also debate about every section and they can have some changes if it's needed. And of course, it's, it will be uh, according to political interest. Uh, for example, the Ministry of Health will want more money for this project and the housing uh, ministry will want more. That They will try to, to, to discuss about it and they will try to make some changes. And by the end, they will have to accept this as, as a whole. They cannot accept part of the budget and not part of the other of the budget. They have to accept it as a whole. Um, right. And if it's not accepted, if it's, it is not half a majority at the Knesset after the whole debate, so we are in a big trouble. Why? Because it means that the country do not have an accepted budget. And what normally happens is that the Knesset uh, 
is um, disintegrated. Like you have this dissolved. dissolved yeah. Sorry, the, the Knesset is dissolved, and which means that we are going to elections again. It's actually a very Woo-hoo. technical reason to go to election. It's it, it doesn't have like a a political crisis. Uh, involved mm-hmm. in it. it, it's a political crisis because they it, cannot. Right, it is. Yeah, it creates not, a political yeah, crisis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, is not, it is a political crisis, but created for a technical reason, which is not. Right, passing it's also the a symbol. It's a symbol of a non-functioning government. Of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like a not and a government that it's, it doesn't have a consensus at all, even not to accept how we're going to divide the money of the country. So it's, um, it's fundamentally dysfunctional. Yeah, normally what happened in the in the in the past is that before they try to pass the budget, the the, the Knesset, uh, uh, for example, uh, Netanyahu did it in the past. He dissolved the Knesset before trying to pass the budget because he knew that the budget will not pass. That happens, if I'm not mistaken, in 2015. Uh, right. So, so it's a it's a very it's a political tool. It's a very strong political pull, tool, but in this case, uh, given the situation of the country in the last year and a half, we didn't have a new budget. Like they didn't, they didn't because we didn't have a government. We didn't have yeah. this uh, new possi- the possibility to to arrange a new budget. And to actually, we were too busy trying to form a government to right. form a budget so, for the government. So what they did, because we have money in the in the country, right? Like, not a lot, but we have money. Like hospitals are mm-hmm. working, whole schools are working. A big chunk of it is from my salary, so they better. That's have money. right. So what what do they did? They actually they just copy pasted the last budget they actually voted, mm-hmm. and they just uh, did it the same, which is not good because the situation is different, the context is different, and we have less money. Like they decided in the pandemic, to, you have to shift priorities. Yes, yeah. and even before the pandemic, like the, mm-hmm. the the needs of the country increased, and you have less money, so we have a mm-hmm. big deficit because of that, and that can uh, conduct us to an economic crisis. And then and Corona th- came, which right. <laughs> which make made things worse. And al- although this is the nuts and bolts of government, really, and it's really kind of boring in a lot of ways to a lot it's, of people it's, it's for, for i think for most people um yeah. at least for me because i hate economics and things like yeah, that i'm not but, a money guy so for me it is yeah but the truth is it is one of the most critical things a government does oh it's yeah the functioning of a government and so it's like uh, you know because uh, as you say like without working on a pass and a budget that's two years old means that priorities aren't being right. Uh, match I, I don't enjoy today, filling my you know? gas tank, but I, yeah. if I want the car to run, I better remember to do it. You know, if I, if the, the budget has to be right. for for a government to function, you need to set the budget, and that's a basic fundamental thing yeah. the government has to do. And when it, um, you're not able to do it, you you, you see that the, you, we don't have a healthy government. It's not healthy right. to continue like this because you cannot even be uh, be, be be together in deciding how we're going to divide this. Right. The money we right. have in order to make this con- this country a uh, functional country. So and then Corona so. came, and of course the needs changed and the priorities changed, and we had a new government and the new Ministry of uh, of uh, Treasury, which actually that's what the, con- the the Minister of Treasury has to do to understand to the needs process. and yeah. to right. plan it and to divide it according to the needs. And there's an uh, as, uh, uh, like a department inside the treasury that has representatives or analysts that analyze each ministry. So there's going mm-hmm. to be one guy inside the treasury 
which will analyze the health needs and the same for education mm -hmm. and the, the same for, man, for infrastructure and transportation. And, and most of them are very, very intelligent guys, like uh, people who came out from the best schools in Israel. And they are called the, the how do you say it in, in English, the treasury youngsters, <laughs> I don't know, like Nareya right. Otsar, it's in Hebrew, yeah. which mm -hmm. are like the, the, the most intelligent guys in, in, in Israel, actually, that knows and understands economics. And afterwards, like the, their, their future is promised. If you were part of this department in the treasury, your political and also professional future will be like mm -hmm. promised. Right. For example, uh, Barsimant of the guy who was the director of the health of ministry, he started there, and I can mention many mm -hmm. other people. So they understand from the inside uh, everything about the money mm -hmm. of the country. So they decided how to divide it, and they actually started to plan the budget. Why are so many of them men? Oh, that's a good question. But actually, the director of the right, of the treasury, good. the minister of treasury, Is now a it's a woman. Yeah. And yeah. she she's good, and she also was, elected, and she yeah. also was part of that department before being the ah, director. Okay, cool. Anyway, I didn't mean to distract. You, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Alan, you had you want to say something? Well, I just want to say that I think that I think we can agree that this is all really a bad sign that they couldn't even um, even put it up that they stopped the the whole process in its. I think it was you were about to say they stopped the whole process in its. Um, you know, e even before it even got further along, and they just copy paste because they they don't want to go to elections now. So I, I, if I can, I kind of want to like just like I ask you how that meets. Like we've been having protests weekly, you know, now uh, big protests, not like a okay. hundred people, but you know, thousands of people yep. uh, against uh, Netanyahu specifically. But like, how does this, you know, play out? Against his, uh, yeah. you know, accu they're accusing him of both uh, uh, dysfunction but also corruption. Yeah. So what's with the protests? I mean, I, you know, we see that the government's dysfunctional. How, how does the, what's going on so with these protests? Of, of course, the protests are because of the dysfunctionality of the government. Yeah. And you, sorry, what was it? And, and and it's evident that that what they are asking is to to have a, a good government, also to 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 all the the crises that they are living now, specifically the economic crisis. And of course, mm -hmm. the budget. When you, you when you think about the budget, going back to the budget, even that it's boring, but it's important. Huh? So we have yeah, to yeah, think yeah. about the crisis. You think where do we have to canalize the money now? We need. We have a lot of uh, independent workers without money. We have huge sectors in big, big crisis. And you have to understand that the, the, the budget has to be canalized to those in need. But mm -hmm. we don't have a budget. And, and that issue, yeah. and when we were very close to have it, so they were afraid that the political um, uh, uh, tool of it's accepting, the, yeah. they will not accept it. So we will have elections. So mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. We right. need to have a good distribution of the money and we cannot accept it. We cannot have it because they will not be agree about, they will not agree about it. So, so that's the big thing. So yeah. that's one of the, yeah. of the signs of why we're having demonstrations, of course. And also next week, I will have to tell this, like the, the, the guy who is in charge actually from dividing and to, to actually directing all this division of the, of the budget inside the treasury, uh, he resigned. <laughs> he resigned right. because he, he felt that the politicians were not giving him the opportunity to work. 
And here we have a big a division of professionals against politicians. Um, I mean, it was a resignation kind of as a protest itself yes, of course. to demonstrate he, he, to the pub. Not only that I can't do my job, but I want people to understand that I can't do my job and why. Yeah, he wrote a very interesting letter. It's, you can also analyze yeah. it in a very like educational way. This guy is, well, not like, again, intelligent, very good, very Zionist. He, he wanted to, to work for the con- work for the good of the country. And he said that the, politi- the pressure he has from the side of the politician uh, didn't allow him to do his job as, as he needed, so he resigned. And it's not a good sign. Of course, it's not a good no. sign. So well. we need to be, again, worried. Now, why we are not that worried, because we don't have, why we don't have elections, actually, if we're speaking about not accepting the, the, the budget, because also they just uh, created a technical law, actually, that will just postpone this voting of the, of the, of the budget. The guy who proposed this... Uh, this law is uh, Tvi Hauser, the member of the Knesset Tvi Hauser from the Derech Eretz uh, party. And now he, he feels like a hero because he actually... But, but <laughs> it, was, it was obvious that if they will not accept that law that will postpone, that's what that law is doing. It's postponing the voting. And also right. Netanyahu last week, he, he came out with a press conference saying why he will support the law because he doesn't want elections and he said many other things uh but uh, one of the reasons we don't have elections is because of that but it's only poster gates the, the the voting to december so in december we'll have the same discussion again yep <laughs> yep yep we're at the logjam again which is why we kept going to elections so okay so we'll make a unity government so we don't have to go to elections again okay so let's make a budget well we can't make a budget okay so we'll postpone that so we don't have to go to elections again we're doing everything we have to do to not go to elections again but we don't have a government that's functioning so it's a really rough patch but at least at least they're handling the coronavirus well right Well, in which country? Before, here? We get to, before we get to the coronavirus, I was just going to say, and I wonder how much these protests actually led to this this sort of weird law of pushing off the budget, meaning right, making the politicians nervous with all these protests of going to elections, right? In other words, nervous. right. Yeah. In other words, the protests are are. I mean, we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but it's a pretty pretty major thing that's been going on in Israel. Yeah. Um, and consistent. Uh, and consistently. Every, every Saturday night, yeah. you know, tens of thousands yep. of people out in different places in, you know, in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and different places in the country. With creative, funny signs yeah. that are pretty angry, but, you yeah. know. I, th- um, I think it's a good sign. Like, I, um, it's, it's a sign that we live in a democracy, like having people yeah. in the streets. For any, right. There are some countries that it's not obvious to have people in the streets without police repression. So right. it's, it's also, he- would, it's, it's not healthy why they are out there, but it's healthy. Right. It's a healthy sign that the people are, they, they, they care about the future. They take their kids to That's the demonstrations. It, yeah. They're like it's, right. yeah, they're very engaged. They're not cynical. They have, a, in, you know, in other countries, no. they just, they've given up because what's the point? Yeah, well, there's here, a difference. Like, uh, yeah. believe me, I came from a country, I'm from Mexico. It's not part of the culture to go out in the streets and, right. and, and, and because why should you? It's not going to have any effect. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it could be a, you. You can change things if you want, but if you don't want, and if you just lose the intention to go out and, and say what you think, so it's not healthy. But here, uh, of course, it's not healthy because it's, a, it's very crowded for the Corona times. Mm. But they, yeah, they are out there, even scary. that we like. Even that we have uh, the corona, so they're out there and saying every week, every Saturday night, we're having the same demonstrations. Mm-hmm. And they say that every every Saturday night, we're having more and more people. And 
it's a good sign. I, I, I'm not sure what will be the outcome of it, but. Right. Because right, it's not even very really clear that there is a, they have a really serious, any kind of platform. It's of not a specific than, policy agenda right. of do this. It's stop being like that. That's right. It's a generation of frustration. It's yeah, a, no, no, we have different frustration. Yeah, yeah. We also have different claims. Like we have those right. guys who are claiming about the submarines case of Netanyahu, which are like right. old people out there who were part of the mm-hmm. elite uh, divisions in the army and they're very very angry we have all those who are very affected economically and we have a mm-hmm. lot of young people who are very worried about their future so right. yeah it comes down to protesting dis- dysfunction and corruption those are they think are the two yeah. that the status quo is mired in both and that's unacceptable mm-hmm. that's right i think that's the and right. it's and it is growing it's not shrinking it's growing usually these things they start big and they kind of dwindle and this one's growing Usually they dwindle with everybody going back to school, but... Uh, right. <laughs> Let's see next Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah what yeah. happens in 2011, the same, with the social protest. Right. right. Like the cottage just, cheese protest, right? Yeah, just like fa- cottage yeah. cheese protest? Just faded. <laughs> it was amazing yeah. what, how the government and Netanyahu just make it like faded slowly, slowly. Just and sit it out. That's it. Maybe some policies yeah, change it here and there, but that's it. it they didn't leave yeah. because their problems were solved. They left because you just can't live in tents outside. Right. You know. Right. And yeah, a couple of leaders had their political careers uh, set, launched, so. Yes. Yeah. That, right. that helped. Shmuley and uh, Stav. That's right. Um, now he's a minister. And in, like, Shmuley, he, he's he a got minister, what he exactly. wanted. <laughs> exactly. And in terms of our management of the virus, how are things going? Our numbers... Not good. Not good. In the last two days, we have more than 3,000 cases in a day. Yeah. Which is... Which is, I think, our lot. daily record, yeah, right? Yeah, it's record. It's a record, broken yeah. record. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, again, I, I, I always say when I'm trying to analyze how they're managing the, 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 uh, the crisis, the corona crisis, which is a, a, like the management is a political management. Everything has to pass through a political decision. Right. And even that yeah. it's a health crisis politics is very very central and when yeah. we have political instability in this country so it's not good so it's in, and even when we they when we spoke in the last podcast about the government how they conformed this uh, unity government and uh, and the, and and we thought that okay maybe the corona will bring us some uh, consensus so no because at least they'll just focus on that and not get distracted with all so this no, stupid stuff we have stuff, a lot so of distractions and we can speak about them later um, so, but then because of all the gridlock, they hired a Corona czar to be in charge of it to make sure that part of the government works well. So that's working well, right? Yeah, poor guy. I, will, I, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes now uh, because it's very hard for him because he can, he's a doctor. He came with mm-hmm. a very good intentions. He created a, a commission of Gamsu. very professional, yeah, Gamsu. And uh, he, he led the, the, the Ichilov Hospital. So he understands. He understands epidemics he understand also policies because he directed a hospital and he was very involved in the ministry of health mm-hmm. as well he was the director of the ministry of health his past so he has a very good cv for dealing not only a, not only as a physician but as a public health of administrator course, that's what he's there and he has a very yeah. good intentions the issue is that he yeah. cannot decide the last steps he can uh, he can plan all the 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 how to manage the crisis, but those who are going to implement it and those who are going to accept it are going to, it's going to be the politicians. 
It has to be ratified by the political that's, structure that's the in the end of the day. And that's, uh, but he knew what so he how was did getting they, into. Yes. How did they let's, come up? Let's see how much he lasts. How did they come up with this Frankenstein's monster of this traffic light policy <laughs> that your your city or town gets rated That's, red, orange, yellow, or green? Got it from America. Then, okay, America did that. Yeah, there are many countries. America did that after 9-11 with the security. No, they thing. do it now. In the Corona They're doing they it do. now also? There are many yeah, countries yeah, way with back traffic light. Uh, and, and Gamzu, what yeah. he wanted is... Does it work is, anywhere? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, to me, okay, so I, look, I, I've never run a government, but I've worked in different schools. The more complicated the policy, the more you know when it's announced it's not going to work. The more complex, the more moving pieces. I mean, this is every city has to be assessed continuously by like six different ministries, wow. and the rules are complicated and different. And then what if you have a wedding hall that everybody's going to? Or mm. It's so no, many I moving think, pieces. I uh, think it's more complicated than managing a, a school. Israel, it's I'm saying specific and about politics. Yeah. When when you are saying okay, we're going, everyone, w w you can say what is the easiest thing to do, like according to a policy, it's to 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 make a lockdown again. Like everyone, That's all. you have to, and it worked. Yeah. It worked in the in the first wave, but you crushed the economy. Yeah. You crushed the economy, and there were very a lot a lot of people affected about it. In the other Look, side, you, you can signs? say, let's keep the, yeah. the, the economics and let's open everything. Let's see. So now we are in this stage. So Gamzu and, and the light traffic, uh, traffic light uh, plan, he said, we cannot make a lockdown of the whole country. We're just going to choose those cities who are most affected and we're going to lock down them. What's the issue? And speaking about Israeli complex reality, that most of these cities are or Arabs or ultra-Orthodox cities. Right. So that's when politics and all these social complexities came but, again. I think Go we ahead. have to admit also, I, we, have to, we also have to, have to admit that it also has to do with uh, class. There are class issues there, economic issues, there are more, you know, and cultural issues um, about how, right, about how they function culturally in those places. Um, and I, I would also, you know, part of that cultural thing, if we just look at the ultra-Orthodox, well, they started schools two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Does, you know, right? Because they started in the beginning of the Hebrew month of Elul, where in the rest of Israeli school starts September 1st. So there's no, no, there's a, just as much chance that once we go in two weeks into schools here, we'll be just yeah. off as bad as, bad as uh, B'nai Brat, right? So it's social, it's cultural, it's economic. Um, and and uh, part of the political angle is, is that the ultra-Orthodox political parties are the linchpin of the coalition. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as they say, well, if you make that rule on us, then we're just going to leave the coalition. So then, well, right. I guess we can't lock them down. That, okay, well then, there goes the, the epidemic. That's the biggest issue, the right. biggest problem about the corona crisis, how to handle the corona crisis, because you are attached, very, very attached to what's happening in the political arena. So the same mm -hmm. what happened, right. for example, another example of this complication, it's, the, it's that we have in two weeks, we have the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur in Israel. And it's the same. Like, right. what do people do in those days? We just go. Everyone goes to a synagogue or to meet our relatives, and this is—it's a very communal and mm -hmm. very, very, very communal uh, um, uh, holiday. And mm -hmm. you, we can add all the woman thing if if you want to speak about it, which is very again, it's, it, it became something very political again. Uh, that many Jew, many Israelis in particular, but Jews from around the world, travel to Uman, which was where Rav Nachman was buried, to celebrate 
I think they go all year round, but they, they, they definitely is a big thing to go for Rosh Hashanah in particular. Rabbi Nachman said, come to me on Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Um, and, How many people uh, go, we, Alan? You, you, you know about this stuff. So the, those numbers are always a little bit in flux, but, they, yeah. but we're talking about it's become tens of thousands. You wow. know, and last year they reported like 40,000. Um, a decade ago, it was like around 10,000. It's become, it's become like a big male uh, f- religious festival, you could call it, um, from across wow. the stream of, uh, 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 of, fest- of people going. Some so, of it's religious. I, I, I assume there's a minority that for, isn't. For, yeah, that from are there what, to I said across the thing, but it is, yeah. is again, it's a it's a, it's around religious um, ritual. Yes, right. There are things that happen there that are not with under religious things, but from yeah, once you, you bring know, a lot of people together, there's going to be yeah, uh, the, we're talking 98 percent of the people there are there for. Yeah. You know, right. for Russia Hashanah to celebrate the New Year in their way in a, in a, in a religious way. But again, it's uh, and where it's is Uman? Become, Uman is in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uman and, is, and is like, in the Ukraine. Uh, it uh, must be a pretty big part of their tourist industry. Is this it, uh, so? In yeah, in general, that it is. It's become a very major economic source. But uh, there was also conflict with them not wanting to go again. It, it, it's it's very. Uh, so they're not letting Israelis travel there, and that became a big political issue, it. also. Yes. By the way, the president of Ukraine is Jewish. Yes. Yeah. So, um, That's not a, I, I wouldn't hold that against him, Alan. Some of my best <laughs> friends are Jewish. So something, yeah. something fun, funny. We spoke about the demonstration. So last Saturday night, we have uh, people like Nachman, people who are, were demonstrating yeah. because they wanted to go to Uman. And we also have these uh, people who are coming to the demonstration, which most of them are, most of, I don't know if most of them, but there's a lot of percentage of secular s- left people and they were together demonstrating in the same place. They even started to dance together. So it was like... You see, and people yeah. say Bibi divides the country. He brings people together. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and, and often, uh, you know, wrestlers are associated, associated with the right or even radical right, one could say. The Although there is a whole hippie know. branch, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's even more radical right, that hippie branch. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, to some degree. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I think that it's... Uh, what, 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 you, what we're really seeing is, uh, is a sectarian breakdown when it comes to coronavirus. Everybody's worried about his sector or her sector or their sector, right? And, and that's what they're, and that's what they're, and what they're fighting for. So if you're in restaurants or, or your restaurants or in your tourism or you're in, you know, whatever it is, or if you're in religious business, right? You're in synagogue business, whatever business you're in, uh, and, then, and then you put pressure on your political representative, let's say, the people who you most... Uh, Which is uh, culturally press, how we then, handle political things. And it's, right. and it's problematic in general, but during an epidemic, it's even more problematic because right. it's, it's, not not a, need, it's not a piecemeal problem. Exactly. When you need someone who's really taking a big look and overlook at the whole structure, health and economic structure, and really coming up with a, a, a long-term strategy, which I think Israel in the first wave seemed to be doing well. I know. Not, not just shutting down, but also a strategy to open and yes. to go and, and how it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden... And it was reflected in the results. And as they started to open yeah. up, they're like, okay, we did it, we're done. Yeah. It just like flew out the window. I think a lot of it because of this politics reasons. I also think it's cultural, though. From what I heard from people on the street, sure. it was like very much like, oh, because it was like a war. 
And that's how they did it. We're the war on the corona. Well, how do wars happen here? Okay, you have that sit down. We deal with the war in the week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. And when the war's over, we okay, we go back to life here. And yeah. I think that that's how people kind of thought about it back in May. Okay, the war's over. We are very you extreme. Know. Israelis are very extreme. So we can go to one side to another in not in a no. lot of time. And, and also it's cultural. If you see the situation in other cultures like Denmark or places like those that they open everything and they are not having the second wave like we are having. It's because of the behavior of the people. Distant, at least. It's yeah. just because of the behavior of the people and the responsibility that they are taking. Well. They, they well, generally are socially yes. distanced in general That's in right. many cultures. <laughs> That's they don't hug that a, much. <laughs> we are not a socially distant culture. And we're also a culture of uh, corner cutting, of like, ah, I know what yeah. the rule is, but I think I can do it without following. And then yeah. you do that on a mass scale. And Yeah, I would say we should just trade governments with New Zealand, but the whole, but you're right, it's a deeper cultural yes. problem, I think. Yeah, because a woman is leading yeah. them. That's what we need here. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, Rachel, I'll vote for you. Well, I would vote for you too. I wasn't there a study that some I don't have a study, but someone did uh, a little while back comparing countries run by women and countries run by men during this coronavirus and, and how they're yeah. Doing. It is interesting that the women run countries. Yeah, now the fact that there's uh, a woman better. running the countries it it, it uh, actually reflects that the countries one steps one steps forward. Like well, uh, the, the very fact. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. We keep turning it into a feminist episode, but, but the fact that we keep we keep turning yeah. it into a war metaphor, you yeah. know, it's the war against Corona. That's so masculine, and the truth is, what it needs is, and and and, and it doesn't have to be masculine or feminine, but it needs nurturing and care yeah. and attention and detail and maintenance, and you know, it's not uh, let's go in and conquer it. It's uh, all right. How do we manage this? And people are going to be disappointed that we have to do things that they don't want to do, mm-hmm. but we're all going to grow up and we're all going to do it. And uh, it's just hard here. It's hard. Yeah. Okay, so light at the end of the tunnel. What's the positive? How, how, how can we turn to be optimistic with all of this dysfunction? Well, let's run away to the Emirates, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, listen, I think that's part of the reason everybody was so fast. I mean, I, I literally was watching online. You know they have these uh, flight trackers, yeah. which has to be dangerous. But I anyway, know. but I, I, I know because you kept sharing it with us on the WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> because it was fascinating to watch this plane fly over Riyadh and fly through Saudi Arabia and then fly over the UAE. It's just, but it was nice to have something positive. You know, this ray of sunshine through all the clouds was such a good feeling of something positive. And of course, I, I really do think it cements BB's power. He's the guy who delivered UAE. So he, he's not motivated by the protest to worry about his job because I think he feels very secure. Rachel? <laughs> I want to yes, hear what you yes, have to yes. say. I think uh, it helped him. We, we spoke about a lot of distractions of the crisis, so this is one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Netanyahu knows how to... He's, he's like a king in, in timing. He knows when to announce big things. And it helps him in his popularity. And we, we have to see, I, I haven't seen a, a poll, uh, like the, mo- the most recent poll about uh, the popularity of yeah. Netanyahu after this uh, disagreement. But we're sure that it, it will help. It's going to be. Yeah, it will help sure. him. And of course, he's not the only one involved, but he, he, has, he, he built his own team to go there and to negotiate. Yeah. It didn't start yesterday. It has like, they were cooking this agreement for years. Something interesting is that I'm not sure that they... I'm not sure. I'm sure that they didn't got involved. Like they didn't invite to the negotiations, nor Benny Gantz and nor Gabi Ashkenazi. Oh, for sure, they were yeah. just 
they were like they sent representatives of their ministries in this delegation that they, that happened this week, but they were not involved in anything. So yes, it's a right. with the credit, it's it's Netanyahu's credit for sure. And which is how politics works, fair or not? Credit and blame always goes to the of leader, course. and the leader has to take responsibility. Yeah. But the leader also gets to take credit, whether. Yeah. They ended up, but in this case, yeah, it's his team. So it's good. It's good in terms of uh, foreign affairs, uh, economic, uh, economic, uh, and business relations. It's very good. It's not resolving the economical, the internal crisis, and of course, not the corona. <laughs> it's not resolving the day-to-day problems. But as you said, it's like a little light in these uh, uh, dark times we're living. I think. And what's going to make the establishment get off there? collective tuchuses and get to work and do their job without being so mired in their constituencies that they can't come to any agreements? What's going to break these log jams? I don't know. I, I just, I just, it's very hard for me to understand also Benny Gantz and, 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 the, and all these blue and white people. There are some ministries that are working good, that are just doing very punctual things because mm-hmm. they are the Ministry of Minorities or I'm, I don't know, they have a lot of ministries there and they're doing their job. But they're not trying to get into, like, to influence because they are afraid. They're afraid to take a big step and then they will break everything uh, that they agreed before. They don't want to be the ones uh, having uh, the responsibility of bringing elections. And that's what happened mm-hmm. again with the budget. They, just were, they, did, they, were, they didn't agree with the budget Bibi wanted. So mm-hmm. instead of breaking everything... They decided to, again, vote for this law that we spoke to before. They don't want, and maybe it's just waiting for that time, like blaming well, the, them for the right. crisis and the election. So they're very quiet. They're very moderate. We're not hearing so that's them part that of it, much. It, if you're going to shoot the king, you better hit. And, and, you know, anything, to mix my metaphor, like any punch you throw is going to, he turns it he, into judo, he turns it back on you. Mm-hmm. So they're all like despairing of, well, we don't know how to deal with this guy. So... They're just, yeah, their heads are down and they're doing their job and we don't have a budget and we're looking at the traffic lights. Uh, all right, well, I guess, I guess we don't have... We, we always try to find a cause for optimism. Alan, cause for optimism? I, I'm, I'm very pessimistic now, I hate to say it. I even think the UAE thing is a, is a smoke and mirrors. I'm sorry, I know that that goes against the grain. I know that uh, mm-hmm. we had a couple weeks ago, you know, uh, a guest Iran on Lerner, who, yeah. Yeah, who was very clearly showed us all the great, you know, how this is game-changing. I just don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only, the only thing I can say that maybe be, uh, uh, we could say positive, is that in the long term, times of dysfunction and great dysfunction and disintegration give the chance for new flourishing and I'm hoping that that's that as we're seeing the this dysfunctional government that the end of the dysfunctional government will really be having a more solidified government that will come out of it that will break down these old categories of Likud and labor and all these things that's what we're seeing this breakdowns and we'll have a government for the 21st century as opposed to the 20th century so that's my yeah, that's what I that's what I was that 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 you know sometimes you need fertilizer yeah. to to make the plants grow and sometimes yeah. you need to go through these dysfunctional times to get to yeah. a better future that looks to to prevent these sorts of problems and we'll come up with something better because yeah. this is rough so yeah i i i am 
Longer term, I'm more optimistic than I am shorter term. But uh, look, thank God, you know, Rosh Hashanah is coming. And yeah. however we end up doing it, thank God we'll be okay. We'll have good food. And, uh, and we'll since the first day is on Shabbos this year, we don't have to worry about chauffeurs. So we can just... Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We're doing it outside on my block, I think. So it's a nice time to get to meet your neighbors. <laughs> yeah, we've been having our block minion. Oh, it's a new, it's a, instead of block party, block minion. I never thought about that. I actually kind of enjoy that, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a nice, uh, for for an antisocial introvert person like me, it's nice to be pushed to interact. I, I am. All right, well, Rachel, that was incredibly clear and incredibly helpful. So uh, thank you for the, for the step-by-step layout. I think that takes... I think we yeah. gave you a big uh, agenda this week, and I think you did a great, you know, that, that was super helpful. Thank you. And laying it out clearly. Mm-hmm. I was too jumbled to be able to, to do anything that clear. Yes, let's see what happens so, thank tomorrow. Thank you so much. It could change. <laughs> I don't know. It, could, it, it will. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we'll have to have you back sooner this time. I so, think she knows something she's not telling us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's mean. <laughs> uh, well, if you're prime minister... Then, uh, then you'll be able to tell us more clearly. I will not want to be a so, prime minister for now. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But if you run, you got my vote. Okay. Uh, thank you, Alan. Thank you, Mike. And you don't have to log off, but uh, this is the end of the episode. So bye bye.